If you're easily offended, jokes are you. If you secretly hate women, jokes are you. It's Tally, Mel, and Lauren talking about whoring, how not to be boring. vocal a little bit you know <laughs> um we're back again 14 days later seven however many it's been you know i i scheduled it we do two in a row don't expect a third one you ask me right. <laughs> bang 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 it goes weekly weekly fuck off my dick like it's very simple yeah it's like boom, boom. huh yeah. we had a bye week like we did have we a, bye a bye week like every yeah. two weeks it's always like some life shit that happens and then it'd be like and then we come back. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we always come back. Good for a pandemic and personal stuff. We're doing great, actually. Honestly. Great. For Content numbers are even better. Like, we've had more quarantine episodes than regular episodes because it does right. a lot. Um, it's, you know, I'm proud of us. I love y'all. I did like a little mushy tweet earlier. I was oh like, you know, I complain about damn near everything that has to do with comedy, but like, y'all, I'm grateful for y'all and the friendship. Yay. And it's like, you know, it'd be hard sometimes to, you know, make friends and shit for me. I feel like our procrastination, like us just going to Tally's house and just ending up drunk, really builds a great foundation for the pod. Are y'all all comfortable with getting drunk at my house again? Or I am. I would really like to do that. And that's that, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, just let me know. Drunk I mean, episode I'm not, I'm not is sorry. coming. We have to celebrate your birthday together anyway. We did not celebrate my birthday. I've been queen, stay your ass at home and blah, blah, blah. But like my mental health is starting to like really, like my my life is like, hey, finally got a job. Boom, finally got money. Boom, you know, health, niggas, whatever. I'm finally getting back. But I'm just like, I'm sad. Then it's like, I'm seeing people not give a fuck. And I'm like, I'm judging. But at the same time, I want to be with my friends. Like I want to hang out. I want to get drunk with my people. Mm-hmm. So that's what I really miss. Like, if I could just go to brunch, because now I got money, I can go get me some omelet and some bottomless. So, yeah, I'm really needing that, the endorphins of being around my, my niggas and shit. Brunch and is open. Like, I'm, I, well, um, I, the streets is open. I can go in the streets, but do I really want to be around them niggas that would be in the streets right now? Like, no. I was, I, I gotta that. be I honest with you. I went to the streets the other day and I saw everybody that was there pre-pandemic. I was like, oh, okay, so <laughs> gang's all here. It was <laughs> the fuck was I doing at the house? Fucking hilarious too. Like I tweeted yesterday. I was like, I want new niggas, but I can't get new niggas right now because the streets closed. And they're really open because I live in Atlanta, but I don't want these niggas that are pressed enough to be in the streets right now. Because mm-hmm. you know, you know what really sealed it for me because I was almost at a place where I was like, okay, shit might be normal because you know when you add on the verge of like a mental breakdown you start rationalizing shit and you're like absolutely fine man i saw that video of them niggas eating booty at compound and i was like oh no shit crazy i was like this is just too much Uh, it was the gang fighting one week at compound and then no it was the same weekend it was the same weekend i actually think on like friday Mm -hmm. saturday they was in there eating booty 
Speaking of fighting, you guys, Jay got into a fight the other day. So shout out to Jay. He won the fight. Um, he beat that nigga ass. He fought this boy. Um, long story short, he was play fighting with um, Randy's son. Shout out to D. He's not listening to this. And this other little boy who he don't really fuck with like that ran up and slapped him in the face while his hands were behind his back. And then he ran off. So when he came back outside, he called Jay a coward. And, you know, he wasn't fucking feeling that. That's not the vibe. That's not the type of time we are. He was like, how am I a coward when you slapped me and ran? And so once he said that, Jay chokeslammed him. It got epic. And, like, at that point, all the kids came in like, he won the fight. He won the fight. And I had to act like, you know, I was upset that he was fighting. But I was just so proud of my son to get his ass whooped. So, Hands are being thrown this pandemic, and anybody can get it. Shout out to Jada. Why did we celebrate as a family? Um, we have not really celebrated yet because I don't want to. I don't want to reward him and him think that violence is the answer. But I do need. Like I knew his hands worked. Though. I already knew my baby hands work. It's just nice for other people to finally see. Like, cause he's short too. It was a bigger kid. So, shout out to my nigga. I'm happy for him. Yeah, no good too. for him. I was very pleased. And you know, it reminded me of being a little kid and beating somebody's ass, just the way your skin glows, the way you feel. He looks so overjoyed. And I, I couldn't take that from him. I've never experienced such. I could have beat this one girl named Ollie's ass on the bus, but I thought I was going to get in trouble. My mom was like, my mom was never home. My mom is like a mixture of like Claire Huxtable and then Cynthia. No, not Cynthia, Charlotte Pickles. Um, and mm. So she was working like corporate sis, all day. I was like, no, I'm getting in trouble if I fight this girl, blah, blah, blah. But I really think I could have beat her ass because she was like one of them posers. Like, she thought she was black. And I hated it. I've always hated it. This that. a white woman? She wasn't white. She was like, um... Did that anyway. She was like Hispanic or like Middle Eastern or some shit. Oh, you was in Florida still. Yeah, I was in Florida. So, mm-hmm. like, I think I like... I used to scratch. Like, I used to be quick with just like... <laughs> so I think I like scratched her, like bent her finger back or something like... Bitch. You were a a problem child you out there scratching and snitching and pinching you were a menace i I never like fought fought but like i can fuck you up real quick especially the white girls like i I used to be like okay funny story time in summer camp i used to go to the ymca summer camp in south miami and we had started a clique in the summer 2006 and we called ourselves the double digits like like, you know how you have a class at summer camp, but y'all be separated by age. So, like, the right. 10 and 12 group was the last age group before the teens. And the teens were called the counselors and trainers. So, we were, like, the oldest kids in the camp. Mm. So, once we got in the double digits, like, we were that bitch. And I used to be, like, the queen bee. And I remember, like, bitches was, like, coming to me from the eight and nines. And, like, Molly, you're nine. So, like, what the fuck are you talking to me about? Like, you're nine years old. Like, what? We have nothing to talk about. If you give a bitch a little bit of power, like, yeah, Mel turned into like, a kingpin at the Boys and Girls Club. Riley Freeman was selling them chocolate bars. That was me. <laughs> yes. like, I remember a bitch came to see me, like, across the, like, little pavilion. And I had, like, scratched her and she ran off crying. I was like, why the fuck are you playing with me? Like, bitch. The <laughs> These bitches know I scratch? Like, <laughs> look at my name. <laughs> This bitch was the next drum was humbling because that bitch Molly turned 10. Mm. And the waiting list, I got put on a waiting list for camp. So I could not start. I couldn't be there the whole summer. So I came in later in summer 2006. Oh, so I was I, I ran the click in 2005, excuse me, 2006, when I was humbled. So I came to camp like, hey, <laughs> how y'all doing? <laughs> and then Molly was running the click. <laughs> Everything I fucking worked for had been just destroyed. And it had to be like, <laughs> She had a new, like, black sidekick, bitch. I'm like, what the fuck? It's my you shit. Know, 
that's like how Mercedes can't go back to the club in P Valley because Mississippi done took over. Like that's Mississippi uh, club now. It was awful. Like I could not even run shit no more. Bitches didn't even know me. Like people didn't come back from the previous summer and I had to like start all over. Did we say hi to these niggas? Did we start the podcast? Yeah, we said hi. Hey, oh, we didn't introduce ourselves. Hi, I'm Mel Mitchell. I'm tired. Fuck, I'm Jasmine Talley. It's me. It's me again. I'm Lauren Knight, still fucking always your baby yeah, mama, favorite baby mama. Because we just got in this bitch, because we was already talking and then made ourselves start, and then we continued our conversation <laughs> like we didn't start the pot. So we back, y'all. Um, I was like 11. We want to start with a joke of the week. I can actually, you know what? I'm conflicted because I also want to make my joke of the week. Niggas on the internet today in response to finding out that Kamala is going to be the VP nom. Mm-hmm. Because I've seen a lot of like, why well, I just ain't gonna vote? Like the last four years didn't just take place. Like we were all just drunk and sleep. Like granted, yes, she did lock some niggas up. Like, it's like, we've all made mistakes. We all, now, all of us fall short. And somebody finished that for me. What they be saying at the church. All of us yeah. fall short. Of the glory of God. Of the glory of God. That's what we all do. So she fell short as well. Joe Biden is a pedophile and a monster. But you know what? Those are the options. You know what? And anybody that's like, well, I just ain't going to vote, wasn't going anyway. They weren't going. That part. They weren't going. You've been not voting. Well, my least favorite is people are like, well, why don't y'all dismantle everything? Like, bitch, okay, yes, but that's not going to happen today. And let's just get this nigga off, you know, just out the office before we start dismantling any government. Let's not have Donald Trump be the last president. Yeah, we can't. Twitter has been hilarious. Um, given the nature of my job, I can't speak too, too much on it, but I did get them AKA jokes off because those are my favorite jokes to tell because AKA is a So I was just getting my AKA jokes off. I'm just saying like, oh, the Ducks think they got them a little mayor. And the blue check started um, filing in like Yvette Nicole Brown, like, uh, you know, auntie. Wasn't she, mm-hmm. was she Roxy on Hannah Montana? What was she? I she, she was, was like, I think, yeah, she was... She's been, on every, she, she's been on a bunch of stuff, but I'm just trying to figure out what the niggas would like readily identify her. She was super nice. She's laughing. But then um, Ryan Michelle Bass, came, my, my man just like, wow, we're going to put down another black woman like that. Really, I was like, y'all, come on. We're not doing this. And I, and I like her. You know, she's Sterling K. Brown's wife. And we love, we love Randall. So mm-hmm. now I have to, you know, get stank with somebody that I actually like. And that was unfortunate. And I don't think it's fair that we're not allowed to make jokes about other black women because of the time. Bitch, I'm going to make jokes about the fuck. I won't. I'm a joke. Some of the shit be funny. Get, it like, be funny. funny. Like, the shit's funny. I'm sorry. Like, calling Kamala, Kamala is funny. That That's is funny. funny. All of those jail jokes with her are funny. See, there's a way to go about it. The jokes about her being the police, hilarious. The jokes about Megan shot, not funny. You see, it's very easy to balance. My mom said WAP stand, uh, stands for um, we all on probation today. That's what she said about screaming. And that's where we're all going. So I hope I've been on probation before. I know how to beat a drug test. If anybody needs any tips, that jello shit doesn't work. I almost went to fucking jail, niggas. Niggas was like, just drink two things, a shirt, whatever. It's like the clear stuff that makes jello jelly. You're supposed to drink a certain amount of it before you take your drug test. That shit came back diluted. I almost went to prison fucking with niggas on Reddit and trusting their ways to pass a drug test. So niggas on Reddit are the worst niggas like of all time. So why would you listen to niggas on Reddit? I peed in a condom once for somebody for a drug test. That was interesting. 
the aim. Wow. Did I pee directly into the comma or do I pee in a cup and then pour it into the First of all, you peed all over your hand. That's what happened. I peed somewhere. And then they siphoned it in. I've never, I never used the fake pee. I literally, like, after that one drug test where I thought I was going to go to jail, I just stopped smoking. I was like, you know what? Not worth it. I ain't going back. I'm not talking on the fucking phone through the toilet no more. So my joke of the week. Well, Tally, what's yours? Because mine might be longer. Um, no, my joke of the week is uh, my parents don't really talk to each other unless there's some sort of life-threatening emergency about me. But they felt it in their spirit this week to call me and tell me I was fat. So uh, my mother was on the phone with me. We talk every morning. And she was like, remember when you was all sad and going to the gym all the time and your body looked fake? Can you get that without being sad? And I was like, well... I don't know. I've never looked like that and not been sad. So I really don't know what to say. Like, I'm just saying, like, you know, it's for your health. Like, you got to be healthy. I was like, you're just calling me fat. That's all you're doing. Ain't nobody calling you fat. And all of us could stand to lose some weight. So I'm like, okay, whatever. My mother's in November Sagittarius. That's on brand. Fine. So then I FaceTime my brother to speak to my brother about a purchase he made for me. My dad is near the phone. I'm laying down, so my neck is doing the Kimura. And uh, my dad goes, your face look fat as hell, Jasmine. You looking just like Aunt Gwen, great Aunt Gwen. Then my granddad gets in the camera and goes, she do look like fat face ass Gwen in the camera, laying there. You need to go run into something. And these <laughs> just flamed me mm. for five and kept sending me pictures of my Aunt Gwen. Well, it's given body shame. To be fair, do you and your Aunt Gwen have any similar physical characteristics no, of I eye shape? Like, I look like Aunt Gwen looked in the 70s. She was thin then. They're saying I look like Gwen now. Who's like, oh, okay, no, nah, that's rude. No, yeah. give me young Gwen because I'm young. I'm young Tally. So give me young Gwen. Right. They, they, they called me fat face Gwen on the phone for five minutes. Well, that's disrespectful. But you know what? The next time you make some shit and they're like, let me get a piece. We're like, nah, nigga. This is for get- my fat face and maybe I'm Aunt Gwen. Me and Gwen. This is I'm- a Gwendolyn pie. I'm going to go stand in my dad's front yard naked. See how his neighbors feel. Fuck you. Period. They'll root. Yep. Yeah. I'll give me some honks. <laughs> Mel um, Shores. I'm sorry, Tally, that you had to go through that. Um... I'm sure Aunt Gwen is a very nice lady. And I'm sure she makes a bomb potato salad. So you'll be in great company, but you are not fat. Maybe you're using that. That mm-hmm. ass though. <laughs> it don't work jobs, bitch. It is a job, okay? <laughs> Period. Um, so my joke of the week is me being a dumbass. Um, so part of my job is I have to call people all the time. I have to call people to let them know information. And... I got got yesterday. So apparently, so I was on the phone and the guy I was talking to got stuck in the elevator and it was like a whole thing and they were like trying to climb out and it was like super dramatic. And I sat on the phone for eight minutes. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, sir, are you okay? He's like, no, it's fine. Go ahead. And I'm talking to him for eight fucking minutes. And I was like, super like, oh my God. And I put it in the group. I showed a video to my mom and my sister. Come to find out it's a spam call blocker thing app that pretends to be in crazy scenarios just to waste the caller's time. So I'm talking to this man the whole time thinking he's talking back to me, but come to find out I'm talking to a recording that is meant to waste caller's time. 
and it was super dramatic and he was just talking like the man was talking back to me so I'm just like okay this is real because he's answering my question it was all fake and I have never felt so stupid and bamboozled and bewildered in my entire life you got hit with the yeah, what I did you find out? I hung up and later, like, I was talking to my coworkers about it because we had a meeting. I was like, y'all, y'all didn't respond to my message. I told y'all that I was on a crazy call and this man got stuck in the elevator. They were like, oh, Mel, like, that's like a spam call thing. I thought you knew that. Like, I didn't know that that's what that was. Like, they have, like, different scenarios that answer the phone and, like, they just want to waste your time. Like, that's the point. It's to, like, be a joke. That's and I'm weird. like, I sat on that phone for eight fucking minutes. Like to the point where I got off, I was like, "Oh my god, let me look up elevator accidents in Atlanta to make sure that he's safe now." Now you was going too far. Didn't nobody ask you to be no EMT? You got hit with the voicemail, like the whole like, "Ah, just kidding." This is my voicemail. Leave a message after the beep. Stupid. I was trying to look up like maybe news articles or like somebody tweeted breaking someone dies in elevator in Atlanta. I was just. I felt bad. Like, I'm going to send y'all the video because I'm legit. Like, y'all saw my close friends. I was. I did see it. Reacting in real time. Because I'm like, oh my God, this is crazy, y'all. Like, this can't be real. And it wasn't. So. (laughs) When you say it can't be real and it ain't. That's like when somebody pray on a nigga. Like, he's so amazing. He can't be real. Then he don't be. Then he don't be. (laughs) (laughs) He's too good to true. That's it. He is. Have you seen that tweet where it's like, when he mean to everybody else, but he got a soft spot for you and everybody in the comments is like, oh, bitch, it's coming. It's right. on the way. <laughs> it's not just, you're not special. It's just not your turn. You know, so. Everyone gets a chance and then it's asshole. Period. Some um, bitches be so proud when niggas become to them like, Lauren a bitch. I'd be like, girl, you a bitch too. You just don't know yet. You just didn't, you didn't disobey yet. <laughs> That's how I feel. I'm a bitch, but I'm only a bitch when provoked. Like, if you don't give me a reason to be mean to you, I, I'm be sweet as pie. But I'm I've never so done nice. anything wrong to these niggas. I've been perfect the entire time I've been fucking with niggas. I've never done it, one thing wrong to anyone. And and call in. Call in <laughs> if I have. Send us a letter. Because well, matter of fact, how, how about send us a letter? If that's the <laughs> only letters we get, is niggas coming to say Tally Lion. That's fine. We'll read those I two. I've never done nothing to none of these niggas. I'd like to see the letters. To any of these niggas' knowledge, I've never done anything to them either, so. To any of their knowledge. <laughs> I don't even like niggas, so I don't know. If Here I you go. No, I ain't did shit. I got nothing we always, We always setting you up to tell us you a lesbian again. God, anytime y'all talk about y'all plight with men, I just am completely befuddled. Like, I don't, what's it like in this economy? The, the way these niggas are acting about just basic things. Girls rapping about their own vaginas. Honestly, how do you how do you love a man in this in this climate? Like what y'all are y'all are really like pioneers for for heterosexuals everywhere. Honestly. Well no. <laughs> well no. No 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 no. Okay. Let's let's get into tally. We started my journey where I'm like cooking for niggas and shit and, you know, just really deep in it. Uh, Where I am now, I'm divesting from the idea of male importance. I don't, I don't buy into it anymore. I'm divesting from the patriarchy. So really like I'm, I'm just dating niggas because parts of it are fun for me, but I don't Mm -hmm. really love, I mean, I have love for niggas, but like in love, I'm in love with no one um it's just not a great time to be in love and I just I just don't it's not in season uh so I'm just doing what I want I'm having a great time and um let the chips fall where they may um I'm dating everybody so um 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's going great. I'm very much enjoying myself. You know, I'm not leaving the house much these days. As we started the podcast, I was fresh off the heels of a very traumatic situationship in dealing with my first crazy nigga that I'm still remnants of that I'm still trying to deal with. Um, yeah. And then now I'm too scared to leave the house. I got out, went on a date, and I I almost got me a piece. And I was afraid because as my neck was getting kissed on, I had a vision of my mother on a ventilator. And I was like, I got to go. I got to go home. It was awful. I ha- I felt so guilty. I felt so guilty. So I went Do home. you think there's going to be a second date from that weirdness you did? No, I know this nigga. I, wasn't I mean, after he had already oh, kissed okay. your neck, if you was going to kill your mom and she was confirmed got it, dead right. at that point. You know, logic didn't really matter. I was like, I have like this little voice in the back of my head. If you do this, this is going to happen. And I hate it and it won't go away. So every time I do, like even how I said, like I masturbated and then some bad happened next day. I have that little dumbass voice that just say, Fuck you up. like a for real Christian, huh? It's not even Christian. It's just like guilt, like bad things, pessimism. Like it's just, it's not even always just a Christian type thing. Like if you sin, blah, 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 whatever the case may be, I should have just, whatever. But it's hard to find new niggas though. That's my concern. I want new ones. I want spanking shiny new niggas but i'm tired like Tyler said i i've never been into cooking niggas like I, I say this all the time there's no way to get a nigga to act right so me cooking ain't gonna make no difference me sucking dick from the back all the other shit none of those things matter I can well no it's it's a thing I think with the cooking and shit, I think that I was in a place where I'm like, I'm doing this for me and I was going to do it anyway, but I wasn't realizing how I was like conditioning niggas to believe that they deserved deserved it. It, deserved it. And that's really the problem. So if I got to eat crystals when we together, just to let you know that I'm really not fucking with you like that, then it's absolutely fine. But what I'm not doing on myself is cooking for another nigga that doesn't deserve it. It's just not happening. Not my electric bill. Not my garlic. Grossly. It's just not happening here. Your wrist. You over here getting I, carpal tunnels because you over here needing fresh biscuits for this fuck nigga. It's not I worth got, it. Like I gotta be honest though, but if it did come down to eating like a four pack of crystals and making something for a nigga, even who I am after what crystals did to my stomach, the last of crystals <laughs> ripped through my fucking body like a hookah does. Okay, it's a very f- particular. It like a Tomb Raider. It's a diarrhea. It ran through my asshole like the Tomb Raider. Like it was oh, no. So I would probably be kneading bread for a nigga or whatever with my rolling pin doing all that shit. Because if it comes down to them little tiny dirt burgers, baby, almost had me in not, the hospital. Not laid the up. dirt burger. <laughs> Almost had me in there dead. Almost had me downtown with the with the gunshot victims. Me laid up in there over a bag of crystal. So I just learned my lesson. Well, I, and I we was have drunk. All had our experiences with those types yeah, of crystals. I will fuck up crystal. I apologize. Now, I did have some White Castle last year that made my gas. Like I burped. Like my I had the burp gas. The burp gas. <laughs> Ew, that's nasty. <laughs> like, How you pulled up your neck? Yeah. <laughs> like I was. Like, <laughs> Uh, it was awful. Don't do that. I don't like that little squirt of mustard that they be putting on the crystals because it's just in the one spot in the middle of the burger. Like, it's not spread out. In vinegary. It's, like a, it's a teaspoon. I don't like that it's on a, a dinner roll. That's the best These part. are dinner rolls. No, you cut a dinner roll in half. You need to give me two dinner rolls and put whatever between the two dinner rolls. Don't cut one dinner roll in half. No, don't give me no half a dinner roll sandwich. It's holes in the patty. Why is holes in the patty? I, I ain't never seen no holes. I didn't even know if, that. I, would, I wouldn't have ate it if I knew that. Holes in the patty. 
I must have been too drunk because I ain't never seen no holes in the patty. But you also shouldn't be looking at the patty. Hell no. Nah. Crystal is a nigga you fuck with it. your shirt on. Yeah, definitely. You throw it back like a pill. Don't look at what you're eating. Just throw it back. <laughs> throw it back. Throw it back till you don't feel hunger. Um, fuck you through the hole in the boxers. You can't look at that. Yeah, you just got to swallow. Niggas and being awful as usual. So Cardi B and Megan drop wet ass pussy this week. We were so excited. Had a rollout. First of all, I, let me tell you something. I bought that fucking vinyl supporting black women because I had a little coin. Do you know that motherfucker is not getting here till November? Ten I'm weeks. I'm not surprised. No, they played y'all. They played in y'all face with that because no, ma'am. I bought it. Oh, okay. Ten well, weeks. Ten fucking. I'm weeks. a dumbass. I'm a dumbass. I'm a I'm dumbass. A dumbass. <laughs> but I feel good about it. when it gets here. I mean, the song is going to be old, but I'll have a vinyl and it's going to look cute on my wall. Um, I, I love the song. I do enjoy it. I wish that our good sis Onika was welcome to perform on the track. I think she would do a great job. I also would be there for like them doing a, two things I don't like about the song. The fact that there's no clip or like audio of Evelyn being like, I got a wet motherfucking pussy. Like that, that was nowhere connected was very disappointing for me that was that was a big letdown and um also i will be let down if they do a remix and they don't let Suki with the good coochie get on there because uh, she's nasty you want to get that shit not on the radio you want to hear some filthy shit this bitch was sucking a nigga's toes in in dingy pool in bath water like fresh out the gray water she was sucking his toe and that toe just got out of jail that's gray felon bath Water. Like, when niggas say, when niggas say, I want to drink your bath water, they don't mean it like Sukihana mean it. <laughs> I want like a ten minute touch it like song. I want like the touch it remix. I want yes. all the rap girlies on it. Bring Lauren, everybody. Out. Give her two weeks notice. <laughs> give us <laughs> Lauren Hill. Erica can MC come out here and talk about how to reclaim our vagina via our wet ass, Carly you know, Fred. pussies. <clears throat> Car- uh, oh, Prada, Gucci. G- grab Mariah Lynn. Oh, we got to get Jocelyn. Get Jocelyn. Um, get who else? Who else? Obviously, the real rap girls, you know, like your Flo Millies. They need to be on yeah, there. Girls. Your mulattos, Lotto. all the girls. Yeah. Yes, yes, Big yes. Lotto. I like Queen Key. Big I've been Lotto. listening to her lately. All of that. I didn't used to like Mulatto because of her name, and I still don't like the name, and I didn't like her on the rap game, but she has grown on me. That um, I, Yeah, I started standing. She has a song, y'all gonna laugh, with Jacob Lattimore. I really like Jacob Lattimore. He's such a cutie. Um, <clears throat> but he has a really good song with her on it. And I was like, I ain't like this mulatto business, but I like this song now. I don't and, like the name, but I think it's just a, igno- a, a young, ignorant thing. I don't think it's like a, I don't think she's intentionally. And after seeing her mother. Yeah. I, well, she I'm, explained it on the rap game. On the rap game, she said she calls herself mulatto because um, long story short, her dad black, her mama white, and people used to call her mulatto to her feelings. First of all, young bitch. Little kids were not saying, hey, it's a mulatto, okay? They're not that sophisticated. Their palate is not that, that, that fucking diverse yet. They were calling you a mutt, which was very offensive, I'm certain. Still yeah. don't like the rap name. I like Big Lotto. I like that she's cut the moo off of it and it's just giving us Lotto, but I really, really... I, really I was really. Santana. Big Lotto. Lotto, that Lotto. <laughs> Love that. I want Santana to get on wet-ass pussy and I want him to rap about a wet-ass pussy. I don't want to hear no dick references and I know he won't do that. I don't want pussy. I don't want ass. I want pussy. 
Safari yes. ate that up too. I know nobody wants to admit it, but once he started he speaking did not. in the middle, Safari ate that up. You know what? No. I understand people being like, just leave this okay. for the girls. But I think it's really cool that there's women that have a song that all these niggas want to hop on the beat the same way that all the other rappers hop on whatever popular song it is. Why would we not want men to get on it? Why would we not want everybody to no, get no, on it? No, no. It's, it's not that we don't want men to get on it. It's that we didn't want Safari specifically to get on it. That's Why? the issue. Yeah, That's the problem. Safari got on that track. He said, "One pun her hips." I like that shit. Well, call him. But we didn't need him on the track. We didn't need that. You know what? Safari has that big ass dick, and y'all treat him like he doesn't. Mm-hmm. And it's so unfortunate. With like you know, big dick nigga. Like I know your your dick big, and you still lame. Like because they ain't never had to be nothing else. Because their dick it, was big. But he's like funny lame. If if anything, and we're not gonna do no like safari like super deep conversation. But if anything, I've learned about watching Safari the past few years is he's funny. He's corny, but he's like the corny where you're like, oh, you're so cute. I like you. Mm-hmm. Like, will he protect you in the club? Absolutely not. That's, that's a bad bitch. He's dancing, you getting yanked up. He's <laughs> he in there ticking, like trying to get your purse back, <laughs> click that by click. Of Nicki Minaj was it a late show or something? And she's rapping, and then Safari is just safariing in the back. Safari, not a verb. <laughs> that is called that's that's the black love Remy and Papoose be talking about on them hats. That is black love. If you won't tick for me at the back of my performance, oh oh, I need that. That was such a weird phase for Nikki. I'm glad she had she was able to get out of that. That was my favorite. Well, you know, she's out of the frying pan into the fryer. She is one weird situation to another, honey. She does not quit. She just yeah, doesn't. I, I, I stand, but you know what? I'm a, I'm a Barb, so you know, there's that. So there's that little tidbit. Also, when did we talk like a, a mental health scholar <laughs> is able to put in words and get some actual research on like the mental illness of stands? Not saying that you. However, no, 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 it's something wrong. Like, I'm not like when I say a barb, I'm like, I like Nikki, but stands actually search the names and the replies and say weird shit. Like, the other day, when when she announced, no, 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 when the nigga was trying to get permission to go for delivery, and someone's like, Worry about your dead mom. I was like, What is wrong with y'all, nigga? Like, yeah, I'm looking around, like, one of these people that in this mall is a barb from Twitter. Like, no, seriously, like regular people. And you remember they beat up Mariah Lynn mama in the street after Mariah Lynn was talking shit. But like the, the not even all of the stands are crazy. It's really insane that these people like, and then they'd be misfiring. I had the barbs in my mentions not too long ago cussing me out. I was like, bitch, first of all, I'm funny, y'all. You see the problem? Y'all don't even know who the fuck you're talking to in here. Y'all just talking crazy. You're unruly. I feel like if I was a stand, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, go, go, go. I just feel like I have to stay away from like addictive and destructive behaviors because if I was a stand, I would oh, I would probably take it too far. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> like, like I think I, one of my AirPods died. Okay, That's I had fine. a run in um, with the barbs. I first one like three years ago because I went to birthday bash and she popped out. She like popped up on what she, did she do? I think she did like freaky girl remix something like that. And I was like, oh my god, like it's cool because like she popped out of nowhere. Like people wasn't expecting it. It's lit. And then. Her mic died, and I was like, yeah, it wasn't, like, super cool the whole time because her mic went out, whatever, and they was like, oh, you a fan, bitch, fuck you, blah, 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 like, you talking all this shit. I was there. What are you talking about? Like, you talking shit to me. You weren't even there. I saw your face. <laughs> you were not at the concert. So what are you I came to support. Like, I, she, like, popped out on Gucci set, and I was just like, yeah, it kind of lost its steam in the end because her mic was fucked up, whatever, whatever. They were like, fuck you, bitch, you a fan. 
I've never bought any of her music, but uh, okay. Like, and I used to be a fan. Like, again, I'm not very proud of it, but I was Team Breezy, like, for a very long time. I'm sorry. Every time you say Team Breezy, I can just see you. CEO, captain, president of Team Breezy. Team Breezy. Yeah. um, Shut up. That's why, like, I go so hard now because I went so hard before and I'm trying to, like, undo my sins of the past. Like, all the victim blaming and just the all-around problematic shit that I did in my teens. I feel fucking bad about it. That's why I go so hard for a woman now because I perpetuated the bullshit with Chris Brown in 2009 and, like, that bitch did it first. I used to, again, okay, I kind of get it, but, like, at least we had our own private places. We weren't on Twitter with regular people. We had message boards back in the day. Like, I went to Rihanna Daily, made an account, and oh my god i made a, a remember message boards we all on forums I yeah, yeah yeah i was on the forums so i would go on a page and it was like a gif that had like chris brown throwing and hitting rihanna and i made it like my signature so i would keep on like posting it was fucking bad melanie mitchell i know and i would go on there just to troll them i got like banned from rihanna daily like shit like that so i've been a dumbass and you goddamn deserved it you deserved it <laughs> i did and it's really I like, don't mean to point at you. That's rude, but you deserve <laughs> we it. Even, we didn't even like have details yet, but I went over there to troll like, oh, support the artist, not the behavior. We had a whole campaign. Like when that nigga went on Larry King, like we was like just talking shit. I get it. But these niggas is crazy. These these niggas are worse. Like no, they, you're crazy. If you, you put crazy. Rihanna being assaulted, I didn't in make a, in a, I didn't in a, make I don't doesn't matter. If you I, put I'm paying for my fucking sin. That's why I go so hard. Now, don't do that to me. You Don't did, but you I, but you I went you went to Rihanna Daily, not Chris Brown's abuse supporters.com. You went to the Rihanna page. You went to with her the Rihanna fans page to troll Rihanna. To just fucking bother them. They're over yeah, there trying no. to get an album, and you're over there. <laughs> Chris Brown. This was in 2009. Okay. I was young. But I do like I do fucking feel bad. So like I get that. But at least that was in our own little stand bubble. You over here, I'm 26. I'm not trolling. We weren't trolling grown-ass people who just yeah. going to work and like, oh, this is terrible. Bitch, yeah. fuck you. And you're dead, I man. did have a, a, I had a young bitch call me old hive on Twitter talking about Beyonce. She oh, called me old that. hive. I was like, let me tell you something, young hoe. I ain't gonna be too many more old hives. Them motherfucking Chloe and Halle stands. Bitch, fuck y'all little young hoes, okay? Because I was so mad. They like calling people old and they're all like 13 and a half. So it's like, but you're not even supposed to be on Twitter. So don't like, you don't know what it's like for your dreams to die yet. You don't know what depression's like. You don't know what it's like to have debt yet. So don't call me old, bitch. I'm a survivor. Like their drags are so like, shut your young ass. So like, oh, y'all yeah, bitch, remember when Bush was president? Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah, I, do. Okay, I also had a young, a young Beyonce I, I fan tell me to go read Harry Potter. I had that happen to me. I had a young <laughs> Beyonce fan tell me to go, ask me, was I a Gryffindor? And told me to go read Harry Potter. I was like, you bitch. The only time I really had to get chest to chest with the stance, and it's so crazy because for me it was the barbs, which is so wild because they should not be talking to me crazy. And like, Nikki's done enough things in our relationship that have embarrassed me, as friends do, friends make mistakes, where um, when people say things to me about her, I'm like, girl, of course you did. I I know this lady. But um, this was when... Uh, Missy Elliott had dropped that like OFMG whatever the fuck song and the barbs were like oh she's still in Nikki's flow so I'm too old to let I'm too old like because they're like oh she's doing different voices she's being like a cartoon character and I'm too old to like pretend like I don't know who Missy Misdemeanor Elliott is right 
I know her. I too can't stand the rain. So I, I couldn't even let that shit slide. So I said something to the barbs. They was in my bitches calling me all kind of ugly bitches, dirty bitches, black bitches. And some of the insults were very funny. Like some of them, some of them, they was t- uh, taking my ass out. But a lot of them were just racist. So then I was like, I know it's not no young white barbs. It, it be the white ones too. Like, and then it's like, you hide them behind a pain. So you're, you're probably also fat. Like... <laughs> Don't be trying to call me fat because I know you probably fat too, Alyssa. Like, bitch, don't fucking we fat, right? Like, we both fucking fat and ugly and broke. You are very poor because you probably can't even cuss on the internet. Like, they be having like hella asterisks and they fucking cuss words and shit. No, bitch, cuss. I dare you. It'd it be very funny to me when people get on the internet, the whole explosive thing. Why? Ah, you broke. I said that already. Duh, I've been saying I was broke. What are you talking and about? And that's not what we're talking about. That's not what we're talking about right now. So don't <laughs> come talking about something you broke because that's not the topic at hand. That's not. So, it was the topic. I brought it up. Not. I said it yesterday. I was like, y'all cash at me. I ain't got no money. So now today I'm supposed to act like a rich bitch. <laughs> like, duh, I'm poor. But let's talk about these incels being mad at WAP. That's what we hear Yes. About. That's how we got. We got a long way away. We talked. I'm sorry, y'all. But these niggas? These niggas and the girlies. The girlies are mad too. The girlies. The nigga adjacent girlies because they, you know, the 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 patriarchy lovers. The I, the ones that you know that really ride for these motherfucking niggas. Most likely they gonna die for these motherfucking niggas. No, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are pissed. Them. Like, what the fuck? Like, and first of all, the song is not even that bad. It's like, it's, oh, it's bad. I don't know how it's going to get played on the radio, but I've heard worse. David Banner had orgasms on the, the hook, like, and it got played on BET. Even if y'all saw the the um the news anchor or whatever, I'm not going to get out white man, no play for real, that was reading the lyrics to the song. Even when they took that and looped it over the beat and he's saying P word and N word, the shit go. So it can get, it's a, it can get played. Is it the greatest nasty song I've ever heard? No. I mean, I I listen to Trina. I knew all of my neck, my back. I knew all of look back at me. I knew all of that shit growing up. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? And the thing about it is, if you can't slang no dick, just say that. And if your pussy dry, just say that. But don't come over here to me and my crock pot, me and my slow cooker, trying to make me feel bad about identifying with this song about wet pussy when I got that drip drop. When I got that wet, wet, fuck you. No. The Ying Yang Ten, the Ying Yang Twins drop "Pull My Hair" on United States of Atlanta. The song literally starts, "Hey, bitch, you don't talk a whole lot of shit, but wait till you see my dick." I ain't here for the talking game because this big dick nigga. Like it's the whole song. I'm not gonna do the whole song. We let the Ying Yang Twins say, "Make that pussy far," and him, him, he said it. What did he, he say he after said- that? Is it too hard? Does he say making part too hard? He said, let me see you make that pussy fall. Good love, make it shake Good like Lord. a salt okay. shaker. Too hard, beat it up till you can't up. No more, man. I like it when your hoes take it to the floor. Free bitch, spend money in the club. Uh, uh. <laughs> we let ugly men, and he only had a couple fingers on that hand. I ain't forgot. Get away with a lot of shit. But two beautiful black women can't get up here and talk about their coochie? Shut the fuck up. Men only want you to talk about their pussy when you're talking about giving it to them. Yes, yeah, you can't. You can only be a hoe because it was cool for Rick Ross to have bitches rubbing on him and his body and stripping and busting ass. But as soon as bitches want to, you know, bust their pussy open because they want to, then it's a problem. I It's almost crazy. It's like, oh, y'all don't like 
consent. Y'all don't like when women are into the sexual act. They want to You want it to be. You want it to be humiliating. You want to be taking advantage of somebody. Oh, you want to be stealing the pussy. Oh, okay. You a criminal swiper. You're a thief. How much money would it take for you to suck Rick Ross to titty? Uh, not much because I think he's sexy. It, it, it wouldn't take a lot. That was not on my Lauren Bingo card. That was. I think Rick Ross is fine. Yes, it's a. It's a I have this thing about big niggas. I don't like the thick poppies. We I've been, been very open about that. However, I am <laughs> Miami Bird at the end of the day. And that I nigga it, probably smell good. I, I just, see, he don't have no choice. I know, but Rick Ross is sexy because it's the, it's the vibe. Like it's very luxurious. It's the voice. It's the aesthetic. Like he will have niggas come and like gun a man down if he bothers you, and he will give you a new designer bag. You're going to Santorini, Greece. He likes sophisticated things. Like I'm into it. Luxury wraps. I may have to do all the work, but you know what? That's fine because that means we won't be here long. I and, would- and I get it, and it's only some sex some of the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, how much sex could you really be having? Exactly, works? exactly. You think Rick Ross is trying to do cardio every day? No. Shut, shut the fuck up. <laughs> the proof is shut in the pudding. Up. The proof is right there. He don't look like, what? But he lost 10 pounds and called himself Renzel. It's really out of hand with me. We gonna go to Wingstop, obviously. You know, go to the house. house. Some good couch sex because he probably gonna wanna watch some TV. I'm sorry, what couch? Hmm? Any couch, couch that can fit him laying down is a bed. That is a sofa. That is a sofa bed. Futon. Be, he got a nice couch, like a probably like a white one. You know, like shut up, Melanie. You have know, you had actual sex with a fat man? Ain't no couch. Yeah, for real, Melanie. I don't know if you know, but like you know how the remote be getting lost. Unless you want to be like the remote, then y'all gonna have you to figure out another to location. Mattress. I'm so serious. That's not, you don't, you don't do that right there. Like the cushions ain't even attached to the, it's not even built for that. You got to fuck fat niggas on the floor, like a wrestling match. You can't do that shit on the couch. On a couch. Why would you even? I've never fucked a fat man though. And he won't even try to play you like it's about to work. He'll shot on my knees. Ain't even about to get this low on this spot. Like, nah, it's cool. We're going to be. He going gonna, gonna to try to keep it sexy in the moment. He's going to be like, let's go to the bed. That's fat niggas yeah. on the couch. Yeah. And y'all <laughs> That's fat niggas on the couch. No, period. You know, in case I, 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 you know, do over there into the thick poppy realm, which I doubt, but thank you. I like them. They got a whole lot of ass on them. But yeah. And they buy you food before <laughs> and after the sex. Is what that- Drake say? That sounds amazing. Probably Drake says she came through and she brought food. That's how I feel about Ross. <laughs> and I love lemon pepper wings. Everybody's Those happy. Wings stop, though. I mean, yeah, no, but when they hot and you got that motherfucking ranch, that we are. Don't talk to me about potatoes. (laughs) Tally's on no card. Fuck them niggas. Niggas, ugly niggas get away with a lot of shit. And then, like, when women have any kind of agency and any kind of claim of their own shit, like, it just the men and then, like, the. I I had a good rant about this on my Instagram. I'm going to do a video about it tomorrow. Just like my purity culture and like the virgins. Oh, that's just, oh, uh, uh, shut the fuck up. Okay. Just because you were guilty into being a virgin for 37 years or whatever the fuck. And you don't have no kind of sense of maybe some people just want to suck dick. Like it just, it just don't calculate. But you know what? It's easier. I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. 
it's easier because I noticed it's easier for me to disparage things that I'm not good at instead of just admitting that I'm not good at it. So like with exercise, I'd be like, it's not even that fucking deep. It's no way that you guys are enjoying this as much as you're saying, fuck you running ass niggas. It's it, fuck it. It's bad. It's bad for you. So with sex, it's easy when you have a dry pussy and a weak mouth to be like, you shouldn't be enjoying your sexuality as much as you should. You need to respect yourself. No. Like if I just don't like something, I just don't talk about it. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. obviously you have an insecurity in the bedroom and your shit is not snapping like it should. And now you want all of us with the scorpion pussy with the get over here to feel bad mm-hmm. about ourselves because we being celebrated. No. And no, man. Is their nigga being interested in it? And now your nigga's getting that wah, wah, wah. And even with that, it's almost even on a, it's like the same almost vein of thought as like the super pure culture. The people that delve into like all of the whole shit because they feel like it's trendier, like what they should be doing. Like, baby, your spirit is not built for this. Like it, it can be very emotionally draining to be dealing with these niggas in that capacity. And if you're not that person, you literally don't have to be a city girl just because everybody else is. It's okay that you, maybe you are a little prudy and you know what I'm saying? And maybe you only want to give up a pussy at once every few years. That's fine. That that that's okay. Like every, it's not. I hate that people think sexual freedom means you have to you have to stick everything moving. It means you do what you want to do, and if that means nothing, then that's fine. I'm at too, <laughs> like, it's a lot of shit. I'm not fucking built for like mentally anal. Like, whoa, but like <laughs> you can. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm not built. You for screamed it. anal like it was fire. I looked around my house for dicks. <laughs> like, like, who's doing? Whoa, whoa, who's doing anal? <laughs> Right. But no, I'm, it's a lot of shit I'm not built for. Like, my coochie don't be built for. Like, but if you're going to be into that, do that shit. Like, I can't fuck four or five niggas in a week just because I just personally cannot. I ain't got enough gas money for that or whatever the case may be. But if you're going to do that, period. I, I, I are so funny. No, seriously. <laughs> but I that's think a another, lot of gas. Do that I shit. I think another thing about it is, too, though, and this is what I've learned listening to some family members, I think a lot of women can't conceptualize that, like, some women's pussies make men want to do things for them. Like you've been fucking your whole life, never got a bag, never got a bill paid, never got your nails paid for, nobody bought you no flowers, none of that shit. And so now you upset because somebody bragging on their pussy and all the shit that is bought them. I ain't had to sell no pussy to get no bills paid. I just look at my email and that shit say the payment was sent. So maybe you're just mad because Joe, I'm not trying, I'm just saying, like I understand... (laughs) Tally said, y'all pussy trash. You did. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Because, like, for me, sometimes sh- bitches be getting shit. I looked at the lamb truck and was like, damn, maybe my maybe my pussy not lamb truck ready. Maybe it's just not. Maybe I'm not there. Hold on. Boy, if you don't stop goddamn crying like I'm killing you, you see it me is, working? It is normal, though, to, like, covet things other pussies get. Because when Cat <laughs> Stacks told us that she was getting $5,000, a night, or no, it was actually more than five. It was 10 a night to hang out with niggas. I was like, now, nah, Cat Stacks is getting 10. I know I can get at least 10, 50, 11. I'm 11. Funny. You know? I'm discreet. Like, yeah, the I'm discretion. Sure. But niggas also, like, the niggas will sit here and talk shit about everything we do, but then they also love it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah. like yeah. you just can't because we like, it's some niggas talking about WAP that I have personally slutted out. Like, personally, I know. I know what that mouth do. I know that you are a whore. And you are mm-hmm. on Al Gore's internet telling mm-hmm. women not to sing about they pussy. I have slid my ass across your nose. 
and you mm. are on the internet. Mm-hmm. You are on the internet preaching purity, honey. I'm sure your top lip still smells like me. That's crazy. How dare these, you? These niggas be having whole chlamydia talking about pure. Like, sir, the piss is still steamy. And this is not the SCI chains because anybody can get chlamydia, you know. Just one bad move on the weekend and next thing you know, you've got it. Just a shot, you'll be fine. But it's crazy that you could sit there with said... STR, you could sit there with not even even if you didn't catch nothing. The fact that you was even running around because niggas would fuck the whole block raw, never get tested, and then get on the internet be like y'all hoes ain't clean. And it's like niggas are madder about Megan and Cardi sitting here talking about their pussies. Ma- Cardi, who is married, whether she's getting cheated on or not, she has a fucking huge ass ring. But Future got eight baby mamas. Nobody's saying shit to Future. Ain't no fucking and be trying to kill him. And try to kill the baby mom. Right, you, you putting hits out on the baby mamas and shit. How are you going to try to kill me because you got me pregnant? <laughs> you the fuck you got fuck? me pregnant. That's honestly why I don't be fucking with these niggas and these babies because I feel like if anybody would choose a baby mama to kill, it would be me. So we're going to wrap it up and I'm going to take this pill because you're not about to be trying to off me. I got to kill this bitch down. <laughs> so no, for real. No, I, I, I do see wanna- that happening. But shout out to all the women who are fucking somebody, baby daddy, because uh, we, you are doing a service, you are right. soldiers, and you are important, okay? Thank you. I've seen how the baby daddy relationships work. In the first three years, if you got an under three-year-old, you're still fucking that bitch, and I don't want it. I want no parts. Can't still relate. Years, the baby mama is still getting fucked. No, thank you. Mm-hmm. Not relate. Mm-hmm. Completely unrelatable situations. But for the most part, I will say, what a lot of... I, I remember I was in a situation talking to a man and then his baby mom pressed me. I was like, oh, first of all, I didn't even know that he had kids. I would have never been over here with this nigga knowing that. Like, that's crazy. My fault. I don't even fuck with niggas with kids. So. I had an experience when his mom pressed me and it was just the most random. I don't know if I tell this story or not, but I was carpooling on a trip with somebody from high school. Like, oh, you know, you can ride with me. That's fine. Blah blah blah, and I was just um, communicating with him. And you know, you know, niggas with girlfriends always find the most weirdest ways to communicate. Niggas with bitches mm-hmm. look on TV like Facebook comments from ten years ago or some shit. Like, mm-hmm. why are we talking this way? Can you just text me? But he was texting me from like an email. I'm like, okay, cool. Then I get a, a random six, seven, eight phone call. I'm like, who's this? I'm thinking I'm looking for a job, so of course I'm gonna answer the phone. I answer. She's like, hey, I don't know who this is, but like, why are you talking to so and so? And like, what do you what do you pick him up for? Like, why is my address? Why are y'all talking about it? I'm like baby girl this is not that i do not want your baby father ma'am i'm just i'd literally rather die than call another woman and be like why are you in contact with this man like how do you and i like you know if you're there if you're at that place in your life then i guess that's fine but i'm gonna still say what i want to say you calling another woman and being like well how you know him why are you talking to him don't talk to him that's fucking crazy i will just sit in the middle of wesley chapel and just lay there and just whatever right. happens. Because what? It's a lot. And, you know, people, like these men are getting on these soapbox. Men who have children out of wedlock. Men who are just fat. Men who are unattractive. Men who are just men. Men who have rape allegations are getting on these soapboxes talking shit about Cardi and Matt. And just like, what the fuck? What are you talking about? Y'all don't have the, what? <laughs> yeah, we can't talk I'm- about, uh. We got. I know we want to keep talking about uh, Cardi and Man. We got to keep pushing, y'all. Okay, yeah. Let's get let's get through this. Yeah. That's okay. Um. Yeah. What's What's next on the docket? I forgot. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's basically women have agency over their own bodies, and consent is the biggest thing 
oh, you you talk about your pussy, but you mad when a nigga asks you about your pussy. Yes, because I didn't give him the permission to talk about. I want I can talk about my pussy, and I think men don't understand the, the overall concept of like consent and people and women owning their own, you know, sexuality and their own stuff. So what? So what are you, you guys' sexuality languages like? If you have love languages and you have sex languages, what's your sex language? How do you represent yourself sexually? Well. I would say for me, especially, I would say like after like 21, 22, I'm very explicit sexually anyway. So like, it's never a question of whether I want to fuck you or not and what type of fucking I want to be doing. And I do that one, because I think it's sexy. And two, because I never want there to be any confusion. I always make the joke that on the third date, I let niggas know I don't do anal. In case that was something that you needed from the woman that you're dating, I need you to know that the buck stops there. We're not jumping up my asshole. You know what I'm saying? So I have very candid conversations about sex. Um, I think that's why I've been so offended when I have been, you know, trigger warning, assaulted, because it's like, I know what I said. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I know that I was clear about it. I know that I was explicit about it. So it's like, damn, like, if you had just waited a couple more seconds, like, I probably, you know what I'm saying? Like, it probably would have just worked out. Right. It could be nice and consensual, but you had to be a fucking Understood. What about I think you? mine's the same. It was a definitely a matter of like, because I think when you're younger, you're kind of almost told that it's embarrassing to tell um, whoever you're interested in, especially dealing with men and like heteronormative relationships, that it's like you shouldn't say you want to do X, Y, and Z because that makes you look like a hoe and you're taking out the challenges or whatever with him. So it almost it almost conditions you to be like, let me not say anything and just hope he jumps my bone, which reads a lot of room for misunderstanding. Like even the way that that's being trained to younger people does not make sense. So at some point, you know, I just got tired of not busting nuts and stuff like that. So <clears throat> I finally started to verbalize what I wanted. And um, I will say in a large part, even when the experiences with that person did not go well after, you know, whatever, it was nice to feel like I had control over what was going on or I did have control over what was going on. It was being communicated and it was clear. And I could even, even, even by just communicating it via text or whatever and sexting, you can kind of tell that person can even match your energy and save yourself some wasted time. So that was always um, my way of going about things. So I'm very like, I'm a, I'm like an intense person. Like when I have sex with you, I want to like, melt our bodies into one body and then like just exist as one thing it's like a combining of like it i probably do be tying souls and knots because i'd be like embedded in your like veins and blood and like i'm intermingling in all of your because i want all of your your sensual experience to be great and i want mine to be the same way so it can be very intense and you can't you can't do that unless you're communicating beforehand because next thing you know niggas will just that was beautiful that was thank you as you said that was like Everything reminds me of him. Oh, no. Okay, anyway, so, yeah, y'all know I had to have my whole little sex revolution with myself and then fight all the virgin shit. And then once I did start kind of fucking and get my pussy ate on a regular basis, it was like, okay, I'm hot out here in these streets and stuff. Then, like, I got in a relationship and I was like, oh, this is dick. Mm-hmm. This is dick. Oh, bet. And then since then, like, post-relationship, I've been, hello. And it's been great. Like, for me, I'm very, like, I'm very sexual. I'm very, like, open. Like, if I want to kiss you, like, ain't no, like, oh, see your energy. She wants to kiss. If I want to kiss you, you can kiss, nigga. Like, if I want to see that dick, I'm grabbing it. Like, it's just, like, I'm very just, ugh. like, I'm I'm very proud of my growth. Um, Good for you. If the vibe is right, like, I'm going to lick your face. Like, it's just great. And I'm just proud of where I am. I love a good face lick. Wow. Same. Like, 
Or a lick lip, like not even just your whole face. When somebody tries to kiss you and you just lick their lips and, and, and skadash off, I'd be feeling so smooth. I like yeah. licking a nigga from the temple to his collarbone. That's mm-hmm. my little path. Love that shit. <laughs> Sweet, disgusting, or just being open or just like, I know. And also like I'm embracing my inner freak. I knew I was nasty, like reading fan fictions growing up. And I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm with you. I wait till I grow up and do that. Shit, yeah. If y'all want to see read a fan fiction, I have one on my phone for like one that literally changed my whole sexuality in life. Not sexuality. But I've just- read your fan fiction and I I enjoyed what I read. It, it was great. I, it was this is one that the one that I read going into senior year, and I read it and I was like, this is what the kind of sex I want to have when I grow up. And it was lit. Like it was like it was called sex education. This girl was like online to play some fictional sorority, and she had to like fuck the nigga with the same line name line number as her on the um the the brother frat so like they like fake aka so she had to fuck the fake alpha with the same number she was number four and that was like how she had to cross and then that was Trey Songs with the nigga and that she was boy a fan fiction will just put Trey Songs in there. And he be the villain most of the time. He really do be Team Breezy made Trey Songs the villain in every form everything yeah form wasn't necessarily like one specific person but all the stories of Chris and Trey so Trey was like the main nigga and then Chris was the villain that would be her obviously it's 2010 so oh, yeah that was after it ended up being so good so like after the probate they had sex he's like oh I gotta give you a gift it's gonna be a orgasm and like cause they were the number four and I'm reading this at 15 like girl Let's go. I'm screaming at orgasm being the thing that changed most. Orgasm, honey, get <laughs> out of my face. This will change my life. I thought it was like the most sexually elite thing in the world. It was like, yeah, I want you to ride my face. We ride. They ride faces in the sex world. Oh, what? I just figured out face riding on my own. I thought I had done some immoral shit until I had realized that that was normal shit that people were doing. I'd never heard of it. I just climbed up there. I thought that was just like next level. Like, oh, you really, you sex sexy. Until like, I'm my, doing it. This for you. <laughs> I'm up here. No, my all like learning, especially learning about sex, that was all skewed. Because I told you when I was young, I was in that chat room and talking to couples who were on webcam having sex. So I got to tell them what to do. So I learned a lot of stuff through that. They are pedophiles or, or, or they don't even, I don't even know if they know I was a child. They and didn't then, really vet me. Though that's the other weird thing. Well, they were grown. I saw them. Oh, yeah, you did see them. I forgot you saw this. They were grown. <laughs> These were adults. They didn't ask me any questions. And I was spelling words wrong. I'm still saying click. Like y'all should have known it was a kid in there, but it's all good. <laughs> Touch your click. <laughs> Not a click. And he touched it, so you know. You know Lord. We learn a lot from the internet. I can only imagine what's going on now. Maybe it's more controlled because it's Twitter. Well, there's porn on Twitter, but no. We- message boards chat room do you know the kind of shit like i i sometimes don't even go through my history because i don't want to know that much about my son like sometimes some days i literally physically cannot bring myself to do it it's we used to have to search i would never do it when i tell you some of the things i've seen in the history And it's not even a reflection of you have a parent because, like, we all do it. it. You're damn right. It's not. I'm not into that shit. So what? What's what is? I was watching ATL with my brother, <laughs> and the Big Booty Judy scene came on, and he asked me if I knew the actress's name, like her real name. I'm like, sir, no, I do not know. And you trying to look it up? He would have like, you know, Judy real name. What's Judy real name? It's just Big Booty Judy. This little nigga on IMDb and shit trying to find. 
<laughs> he's gonna and he's gonna he's gonna find Miss Buffy the body, and then and then he's gonna just find the body, and then he'll be on the path from there. He's gonna find is already on a path. Throwback Pinky. Oh man, no, I'm not my baby. Oh, no, um, you know when I found don't hit no more. I'm tired of fapping. I want to feel some body weight. Yeah, I tried to rub one out yeah, before we leave for the podcast to get in the right space, and it just it, that firecracker wouldn't pop. So, uh, I, I just, just, that's the one irresponsible thing I've been doing during the pandemic. I, I, I've been fucking now, I, I that didn't stop at all. It stopped for like a week and a half, and then I was like, ooh, <laughs> yeah, yes, I was I'm definitely, getting it. I was definitely making sweet, sweet lesbian love. Um, all well, I say all the quarantine's not even over, like, we're still when does this end? What if this? just life as we know it what if i never like what if it's just we wear masks forever I, look i've the longest i've ever had to wear a mask was at the aquarium and i was like yo this i cannot do all day i can't i'll be having to find like little corners just take it off and be like mm-hmm. yeah in yes. the bathroom like, mm-hmm. like i want to lick my lips and not taste like napkin i want to just have that time i want to wear lip gloss and people can see it yeah, I stopped wearing lip gloss. It's a waste no, of time. That's what the problem is. Like, y'all need to see this shit. It's a hoop. <laughs> you got to hang it over the top. You got to cut a little hole like, hey. Honestly, this would be a great time to be getting your teeth fixed because nobody's going to see him right now. And nose job. Like, um, Riley, um, Bird. Facts. Can't wait to get mine. So, um, but yeah, I think we all have our own. We should be able to embrace our sexuality. and. To do things, sometimes you may not want to, you know, rub your coochie across a man's mustache like a slug. Some people are into spinning in mouths. That's my shit. So it's just I'm not like, into spinning in mouths. I like it. Sign me up. Number one on the list, right there. Four years running. What am I missing, guys? Because I just don't see the appeal. Oh. I think it's it's the way they spit is one. It's two kinds of spit. You either get the real nasty mid mid whatever like long wet nasty spit or you get the spit bullet that hits you in the dangly things and make your eyes light up i don't even get the spit bullet i don't know i don't want anybody to project out spit into my uv oh it's great well the spit that okay i'm gonna tell a story and i hope that that brooklyn king does not listen to my podcast but let me tell you something i was fornicating last summer and it was great we had we went out for drinks and we were drunk. We drank wine with Sorokin, and I was fucking fucked up, and it was great. And we're having great sex, and mouth is open because I'm moaning, and then I see spit come towards me. I'm just like, "It's happening! Is it happening?" And you ate it, like you know how seals open their mouth up for the fish that the trainer throw. <laughs> that's exactly that's <laughs> how it goes. Loogie, it's just like a, spray, a, a stream of just saliva in it. That's okay. No, it's no. nice. It's refreshing. And sometimes you're just a little thirsty. Like even mid-act, you know, my, my bail, it'll, it'll be like, you know, a spit of water. You just get a splash of blah right I'm down actually regretting that I asked this and I'd like to I think to it's move on. super hot. I so, think like all of the fluids okay. and sex are so hot. Let's sweat. Like, I like when you're getting pounded out and you slobber a little by those drool up in yeah, your now eye. Yeah, that's the one. That's Ugh. the one. That is it. I want to yeah. be sticky like a slug. Oh, oh man. I like when the sheets stick to you like flypaper. Yeah. 
and you gotta peel yourself off the bed. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm, my shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the spitting mm-hmm. thing, somebody's gotta catch you at the right time. I'm telling you, when that boy spit in my mouth in an Uber pool, I didn't even know. Well, him. I like I like getting slapped in my face, and everybody's not into that. It's very, so like it's very nice similar. See, if I, it's I, that same energy, then I get it. It's similar. Yes, it's that. It's it's the same. Same I energy. Slapping because he was being kind of rough. I was like, "Oh, babe, slap me real quick. Let me see if I like it." And he slapped me. I was like, "I don't like it." All right, we not gonna love it. <laughs> I, like, I don't fight. Nope, I, don't. I loved it. Not doing it. I was like, "Give me more." <laughs> same. Like, I like this. You got to squeeze this out because I'll pass out for real. I really can't breathe most of the time. But you gotta really. Yeah, like one time I got choke choke for real, but like I didn't like it because I was like. I, you ever get choked on like an inhale when you're getting prepped to hold your breath to be choked but like I was right in the middle and it, it cut off and I was like hold on like I'm trying to tap I'm trying to tap and he's thinking I'm patting him on the ass great job you throwing it no I'm dying I be making yeah, so. niggas too mad to get choked because I might have said some shit earlier and then you choke me the fuck out when you get the chance no thank you I think I'm getting too old for like rough sex. So the last time I got like really slapped, I think a nigga knocked my filling out and I didn't like that at all. So now I'm just sitting here with a tooth that be picking up deposits of food because a nigga loosened my filling. So I just don't think that that's something I'm into anymore. I like it romantical. So, okay, especially since in relationship, we talk about people who are sexing. Like how does consent look in those kind of relationships? Like, what is that? What is that like? Does it, does it change? Like, is it like always consent free card? Or like, what the fuck? Like how? I'm sorry, you said, I, I didn't hear. I, I got... Relationship. Hard and just like, oh, it's always go time or like, what the fuck? I don't like, of course, I know the answer to that question. I'm just asking for the sake of the conversation. But yeah, like... I think it gets a little different though when you do start dating because there's stuff that like I would be cool with with somebody I'm dating that I wouldn't necessarily be cool Things like, like the whole waking somebody up with head when you're dating them. Like somebody I'm not dating, that's weird. I was asleep, you were touching me, a little odd, right? Whereas somebody I'm dating, that probably won't bother me. But it is still a very great line because I'm not awake. You didn't ask. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. so, oh, go ahead, Mel, go ahead. I was just agreeing. For me, with consent in relationships, because I like to get very drunk, as we've all seen. And mm-hmm. um, I also like to get drunk and have sex, as we've all probably assumed. So when I'm in a relationship with somebody or a long-standing sexual relationship with somebody, mm-hmm. I'll just tell them, like, hey, we're going to get shit-faced tonight. Barring me saying, no, I want to fuck you later. Exactly. Like, and I just have to, because I'm also, no matter how drunk I am, unless I'm, like, also have been like drugged against my will I'm very good with saying no like mm-hmm. I'm the no queen so I could be as drunk as I wanted to be and still be like nah player ain't no pussy for you mm-hmm. so um I'm generally super like blanket consent in a relationship um and then with niggas that I'm just fucking like I don't even really see you like that like we don't spend yeah. all that time together for like you know when I link up with you that we fucking so that's where I'm at. There's no time I would spend with you where we weren't having sex. Right, right, right. Um, so, yeah. I would say, ahead, look, I know, I'd be getting drunk too. And I'm like super sexual when I'm drunk. Like, super sexual when I'm drunk. So, like, I'm probably not saying that because that's a slippery slope to say that, oh, you get double consent if I'm drunk. No, let's not say that. But, like, I'd be with it depending on the situation. Like, when I'm drunk. If we already have rapport pre drunk, that's You're very. Exactly. That is, that is very yep. important. 
But can that they, be the thing? And it's also levels of drunk. Even if like we usually have drunk sex at school, if I'm out here puking or barely keeping my eyes open and shit like that, then it's like, okay, bro, you are just rapey as hell. Because at this point, you'll take some dead pussy. You don't give a fuck. Like you're a fucking ant. Like right. you just have no any kind. That's of That's also why so. I try not to get drunk alone with like niggas who have not like passed my personal test of trustworthiness. And it shouldn't mm-hmm. have to be like that. Like in a perfect world. No nigga should want to fuck somebody who's throwing up or can't stay awake or can't sit up. Mm-hmm. But in the same breath, like, I have a limit with niggas that I don't trust. Like, I may be having two or three drinks and I'm getting the fuck out of here. Like, I just mm-hmm. don't. Because, like, the time that my neighbor assaulted me, like, that was the drunkest I had ever been with somebody that I didn't, like, know for real. And it was literally like a switch where it was like, this is the first time you did this and this is the first time that somebody has attacked you when you've been this drunk. And I was like, oh no, never again. So unless I've known you for years or we have like established that we fuck on the regular, like I'm just not getting that drunk around you. I'm not doing it. Mm See, I be telling myself that and then drunk Lauren be like, no, no, no. We're getting as drunk as I say. And then next (laughs) thing you know, I've been banned from a lounge. So it's like, you never know who I'm going to turn into. My drunk stuff too, like, Cause honestly, I feel like it's some shit I have to unpack. If I get me too when I make it, I'm gonna be like, y'all got it. Cause I be doing some wild shit. Apparently, you say y'all got it. I be got <laughs> and I'm like blackout drunk apparently. Cause I'll be finding out to like the next day, like, yeah, you got the fuck out my dick. I did at the day party on the rooftop. Me? That be it. That's really unfortunate too. Cause I can never. I, I feel can, like. Never go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Mm-hmm. I. Uh, I'm sorry, I keep interrupting both of y'all. Um, it's because I'm I'm insecure about my audio. I don't know whether y'all can hear me. Or not. Um, I feel like I, I had a conversation with one of my sexual partners. I felt like I coerced him once. And he said that it was not a big deal, but like we were drunk and I wanted to have sex and he told me no. And I literally like begged him for dick. And then he gave it to me. And then the next day I was like, I was being super weird and rapey last night. He was like, you did not rape me. You were not being rapey. I was like, right. no, if you had if you had done that to me, I would have felt coerced. I would have felt unsafe and it would have mm-hmm. felt rapey. And he was like, well, I consented to you because I wanted to do it. I was like, did you though? I asked you seven times. You know right. what I'm saying? Like I, I asked you over and over and over again. And then you finally yielded. I feel like that's rapey. And I think we have to look at the things that we want from consent and make sure mm-hmm. that even if, we feel like we're being sexy because I feel I was being sexy. I looked good. My bra and panties matched. But even if we feel like we're being sexy, we still have to be like, would I want this kind of attention or would I want right. this kind of play from this nigga? Because I still feel bad about that. I don't bring it up anymore because I've been asked not to. But I still feel super bad about that. Like yeah. grody and gross. When I was in a relationship, like, like, but it's fucking weird, you know? And then like, I think people have learned more since, you know, this was a couple years ago or whatever. We've learned more and know, okay, that's weird. And, we and we're older. Like, yeah. cause there was, there's people like that knew the stuff we know now, but they were also older. It's all part of like growing and learning. Yeah. Men are conditioned to think it's no big deal or to brush it off, but it's like, no, it's okay. Let's acknowledge that that shit was fucking weird. And I was wrong. That's mm-hmm. okay. That's all right. I was it's to okay to say, I shouldn't have been touching on you like that. Oh, granted, you know, I don't like niggas, but it's okay. Like, I don't, I feel like it is, um, the problem with men is oftentimes they'll only bring up situations like that to be dismissive about something that women are bringing yeah. up. It's like, no, y'all, I can actually be a solid. You can have your feelings around it. You just keep bringing it up to be like, nah, bitch, you ain't da 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 because a bitch grabbed my dick last weekend. Like, nah, see, you didn't even care about it or it wasn't even an issue to you until you could weaponize it against women. And that's why you're a bitch. 
And that and that's the problem. That that legitimately is the problem. Yes, legitimately. Legitimately. Yeah. Unfortunate. Like, cause I know I've 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 been to a couple day parties and grabbed quite a few penises. And I'm am I proud of it? No, I'm really not. But Fact. it's like I'm, I'm sorry, like I didn't mean to. You know, I was really, really drunk. I like I ain't never grabbed no meat now. At the I have a drunk blackout drunk, and mind you, his girlfriend was standing right there. When I tell you, it's most embarrassing thing ever. His you better be glad there. you can fight. My boyfriend at the time was standing there. He was standing there. These people are comedians. Oh. Like, oh shit, was. Yeah. Terrible. And well, now I need to was, know. Tell me later. I'll tell you off the podcast, but I didn't even know why I grabbed his date because I'm not interested in it at all. I genuinely think I was trying to shake hands and I missed. I don't know if that's the case. Maybe I was just trying to be creepy. I really do not remember. And the shit was not cool. I felt so bad. I had to send them a both message next day and apologize because like I'm finding this out that I did this getting screamed at by the person I was dating at the time. So I'm like, I grabbed a date. Oh my God, gross. Like it was like really the most humbling thing. Honestly, I was about to quit doing comedy. I was like, these people are gonna get me the fuck out of here as soon as I get out there and tell a oh, joke. I'm like, no. Lauren Knight, the criminal. Lauren, like, this is do you know when Superbad with Michael Sarah's trying to like playfully punch her her, her chest? And he yeah. <laughs> yes, that's what happened to me. I think <laughs> I was trying to me. dap, buddy. I think I was trying to I think I was trying to dap, buddy. He put his dick in my hand. Now I don't have any proof. And you know, I don't wanna dis- I don't wanna dismiss his story. So <laughs> How do you accidentally... That get- shit's crazy. I was a creep that night, and I was so ashamed. And I'm like, damn. I had a like- nigga tell me he accidentally licked my neck at a party, and he licked me for real, whole tongue. And this is a-, a friend... This is a friend of my friends. This is a friend of my current friends. And so, like, he's still around. And this nigga licked me the whole neck, the whole bitch from behind the ear to my collarbone in the club. And it was, like, my biggity bad. He was a cute dog because they spray whipped cream no, on you he was random alpha. places and lick you. Oh, he was an alpha and the shit was weird. And you said what? Shut <laughs> <laughs> up. I'm gonna we'll talk about it later. But you know him. You know him. But it's not, I don't think it's who you think it is. You know him though. And like now every time I see the nigga, because he was at my friend's wedding with me. And now every time I see him, he's like, I am so sorry still. Like, I did not mean to do that shit. And I'm like, nah, but like, we good. Like, stand over there. <laughs> I have another, like, come to Jesus, I was a creep bitch story, but I really like. Please. I think we should have these open conversations and we can acknowledge that we were dead. Yeah, that. honestly, because I was creepy. Like, it wasn't like, you know, I didn't rape anybody because I'm not a fucking monster. But there was a, um, I'll say a popular artist that people listen to. And um, we were hanging out. And I was super drunk at this point. And um, I got caught up in the moment and I kissed him on the neck. And he said, don't do that. And I was like, I need to call my lift. And that was the end of it. Now when Buddy Music come on, the Sirius XM, I was like, oh my God, like I've just ruined it. I'll never have a career. Like this is it. I'm, <laughs> wow. That's fucking hilarious. I'm sorry. I I I'll, I Mel, check your to be it. fair though he did like never mind. I'm gonna keep that a little bit. Go ahead. Um, I too kissed somebody in the neck. Um, blackout drunk, and it's so funny because I was doing such a great job because I was not supposed to be talking to other niggas at the moment at the time. I forgot we have all these pictures in our group. Um, I was not supposed to be talking to other niggas, and I like paid him dust when I was coherent, and I've never told the story publicly. So Lord Jesus, um. 
And then the next day I go on about my business. I'm like, oh, I was drunk yesterday. I'm here. I'm alive now. Hi, it's lit. And he texts me like some side eyes. I'm like, fuck you won't, nigga. Because I, I, I dissed you yesterday. So what's Right, you? right. He was like, so you don't remember nothing. I was like, no. And then he sends a picture of his light-skinned ass neck with a big-ass hickey. And I was like, oh, no. You know what? This podcast is good because look at the transparency. Like, we really came here to shit on men, but look at the times we were creepy. We made oh, mistakes. Yeah. We overstepped a boundary. And we were like, oh, my oh, God. I got a good one. I got a good one. Okay. Tell us your creep story. So I was at a kickback, and um, I had this coworker who shall remain nameless. She was the finest bitch I ever seen in my field, just in politics, in my real life. She was just super fucking beautiful and every day that I saw her at work I kept it to myself I never called her beautiful I never overstepped none of that shit we get this kickback we play a drunk jenga you know shit like this be like do this or take two shots or take three shots or chug your drink shit like that so I'm fucked up right I pass out the kickback is at my ex's house so I pass out at the kickback wake up in the morning I'm thinking I fucked this nigga he's like do you remember the shit that you said last night out loud and I was like what no, I didn't say nothing. I would, I'm not even attracted to you. I don't know what you're talking about. He was like, no, you said it to so-and-so. And you said that you were going to tie her to a bed and fuck her face. And you said it in front of everybody. And I was like... So you know, it's, it's, she, it's, it's how aggressively you were She still will not talk it. to me. She unfollowed me on Instagram. She unfollowed me on Twitter. She, did, she doesn't follow me on LinkedIn. She won't speak to me when she sees me at political shit. Like, this bitch and I are not cool. Just anymore. She's scared you're going to tie her up. <laughs> like, oh, duh, I, of course she don't want to talk to you. You got to tell her, Tally. I ain't never hogtied nobody. <laughs> like, and, oh, shut up. and apparently I started the sentence. You know what I would do to you? That's how <laughs> nobody, nobody, Tally. You know nobody what I would do? Ask me. <laughs> I would, I would scare the shit out of you at a house party. That's what I'll do. You want to be? Are you comfortable right now? Because you won't be when I'm done. You won't be. <laughs> like it's I thought this was a party. You know what? Other woman who is also heterosexual. I'd eat your coochie. That's fine. Cool. <laughs> Just want you to know. No, not eat your coochie. Tie you up and fuck your face. And honestly, you know. As, and then the guy a, who told me was my ex. And I was like, I didn't say no shit like that. He was like, you did say some shit like that. He was like, you, and then you blacked out. He's like, you said it. And then you went and blacked out. And I was like, oh, no. You were two minutes too late. <laughs> two minutes. Oh, no. If you would have just blacked out two minutes prior, you probably would have got to tie her up because you could have eased her into it. It's like when niggas ask you if you were a freak too early via text. Like, this is our second now text. I'm not, now I'm not a freak because you're weird. It's your first text said Grand Risings. Your next text said, are you a freak? Or your first text said, do you want to play a game? Let's play questions. And then the second text was, are you right. a freak? Because niggas love to ask you, let's play questions so they can just ask you a bunch of sexual shit. To gauge, well, okay. How long will it take for me to fuck this girl? Hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so okay, okay. I got a good question. What's your turn ons? Money. If I don't have any. Virgin. All right, come on. Man. I turn offset off. Shut <laughs> I up. Turn upset on. I told him the other day, man. Yo, we should tell that porn. Yo, Cardi B, Cardi B be rapping like all of her bars are on a different flashcard. So when she has to switch to the flashcard, that's what that big lag is. Like it's just switching out note cards. Like I said, I'm trying to uh, rein us in. So speaking of porn videos, <laughs> like someone sending just you were having the worst day ever, and now you have an unsolicited ass you dick in your DMs. Oh, joy. literally. 
the worst. I hate I when you're like, back. I think dicks know when you're depressed. I think they can feel when you're having a sad, and by dicks, I mean, men. I'm sorry, but let me not just shrink them down to their penises. Let me, the whole package. But like, I think they know when you're just like, you don't want to be bothered. And they're like, you know what? We'll really, really pick up her spirits if I just put my dick somewhere it doesn't belong. Her in her messages. And it's like, it's nothing, it's nothing that like, if you're on the brink of suicide, you're like, I'm just going to jump. And then a random dick you never asked for comes to the phone. And then on top of that, it'd be little, that'll be the last, that'll just the it's final be fucking a swan push. Dive. That's the push I needed. Thank you. I needed confirmation. I said, God, send me a sign. This is send me a sign. I don't want to be here. I'm a jump. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. So or it's always like when someone passed, like it's always when someone died and then you're getting a bunch of condolences and then one of them's a dick. Like all of it's like, sorry for your loss, praying for you, praying for your family, image. And, and it's like, like, hey, you didn't even pray. Like you're not even also praying for me. You just came to me with this. Like you think right now in my state of emotions, I'm trying to suck dick. Multiple like sent flowers, fry some fish, but you gonna send me your dick. You thought that was like, cool. just You couldn't send me a pie or something. I got kids. I'm going through it. They need to eat every day still. Nothing useful. You just stick a little. Like, I think that men should have to suck a dick to understand how annoying and inconvenient it is. I think that's fair. I have TMJ, my jaw unhooks, and it shoots from left to right sometimes. For people to even ask me to do that to them, it's like, well, not anymore, because, whoa. But for people to even ever have asked me in my life to, like... What the fuck is TMJ? So, it's like um, something, something, something disorder. Each letter has a thing. But, like, my jaw is just jacked up. I'm supposed to sleep with a mouth guard in. It happened I when I got the... Co- a mouth guard. Yeah, it'll help, like, release... You know you can get a Botox injection that'll make it go away. So I'm, you know, just trying to get enough money to do that. Because when you're rich, you don't have to have any problems. But, yeah. Vibular joint dysfunction. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. My whole shit was... Because when I got in the car accident, I got ran over. It's like, I landed on my face first. I landed on my jaw first. So sometimes I'd be getting, like, the crazy Coke jaw where it just mounts left to right. No cocaine. You have lived such a story, like... So many lives. I just yeah. Telling y'all, wow. my behind the music is gonna go up. Just wait. All right. Um. Yeah, like so. We, so let's we, talk about our own news. Right. Go ahead, because I have a very firm stance. Are like five. Honestly, I feel like older generations. Like, oh, well, you guys can have jobs. You can't take me. Every time I show my sisters my news, I'm gonna be like, y'all didn't take me news. I took the five ones. Look, because they're the only people I be around, so I show them. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you have a job and you're gonna, it's gonna, somebody, it's gonna get out. Good shit. My shit is fine. Do you see this ass? Like, what? And my face isn't in this. Yeah, mm-hmm. that too. But like, I have some very nice, like, I really feel like one of these things I have in my phone, I'm going to blow up and put in my house. It's that nice. I, for me and my nudes, as for me and my house, I be putting my face in my nudes when I feel like it. I make videos. There's always music, lights. The production quality is good because you know what? I've never taken a picture I wasn't ready for and I've never started a video that I didn't think was ready for release. So I'm trusting you with this media. If you decide to do some fuck shit with it, honestly, I look great. And that just makes you a pussy. Um, also, I'm going to sue you and you're going to go to jail. Right. I'm going to sue you and you're going to go to jail. And that's real. Like, I'm taking you to court. Like, I'm not embarrassed by it. I don't think I ever would be. There's one video I think the dude caught me lacking. Um, it was a long time ago. I think I might have been like 19. I think he took a video of me giving a head. And I had the real, real, real short, big chop fro. And it was pulled up into like a baby fine apple. And I have no makeup on. It was just really bad. I had a big T-shirt on. It was gross. And I know, Brian, if you're listening, I really hope that you delete that video. That's not cool at all. 
if you still have that, that's super gross. Um, I hope you're doing well. I saw you just got a job on LinkedIn. Um, but if you still have that video, like that's super not great. It's just really not. <laughs> I think that like, I'd be like, I like my nudes, but I still definitely had somebody take something of me like and put it on the internet. And while I first, before it happened, I thought, oh, all these are greatest, whatever. When it actually did happen, I still felt so embarrassed and so violated because it was happening out of my control. So everything that was going on was out of my control. And that shit made me feel terrible. Like it's one, like even it's a, it's a, it's a, I don't even know how to explain it. It's like the floor feels like it falls out when you just click on your friendly t- Twitter app and see your own titties bouncing across the screen. Like it doesn't feel good. And then like after that, I mean, it, the the time frame when it happened, not that many people saw it, it got deleted pretty quickly and all that stuff. But like, it was still such a fucked up feeling. And like, it's crazy because after that, that same young man was trying to um, give me cock. I'm sorry. Who did who I think did this to you do this? No, he didn't do it. So what happened was there was a young man who was upset that I was like, he was tight. I was in a relationship basically. So he put the video on the internet and tagged my boyfriend at the time to try to get him to break up with me so he can get some pussy. Now the logic for me was why would I fuck you after you just humiliated me this way? Do the math. Do the math, Farrakhan. Somebody ain't doing the math right. They ain't doing it right. The, the math is not mathing. I was like, no, that's not going to be what happened. I did start, um, I did contact the police and start the whole process. And I didn't even finish. I got to be honest with you guys. Like the whole, like the, even going to the police about like revenge porn and stuff like that, the way they talk to you is like, then you have to share what they put on the internet with them and all this other stuff. And like, it just turns into, y'all don't watch I May Destroy You, but there is an episode where Kwame, after he gets assaulted, he's trying to explain to the guy that he met the cop, that he met the dude that assaulted him on Grinder, And the way the cop is like responding to his assault, he's just like, you know what, fuck it. I'm gonna just live with it. That's essentially what happened. I was like, you know what? That's what happens with a lot of fuck people. It. Which is so unfortunate when people go just be like, oh, just go to the cops. Because no, because they you mean, mean the same cops fucking... that be beating people and raping yeah. people. Yeah, they make you a joke, or even even in the questions they ask you, it's very like, oh, this is your fault. You know what I mean? And it's and it's like I shouldn't be having to. I'm already feeling vulnerable. Now I'm defensive with the person that's supposed to help me. So now I'm just gonna dead it here, and I'm not gonna ask for help anymore because y'all don't really give a shit. And so on and so forth. And, and a lot of cops are pigs. They're like misogynist, yeah. sexist pigs. So they are already on the side of whoever did whatever mm-hmm. the fuck. And they're, they're just keeping like, these videos and pictures. Yep. Yep. For they the weird ass police spank banks. Mm-hmm. Where they get high off all the confiscated drugs and then they look at all the confiscated porn. Like seriously. Like, confiscated cars and then do donuts in the fucking parking lot. Mm-hmm. Have a good time with stolen shit. So, yeah, it is pretty fucking embarrassing, but, you know. Let's talk about... I didn't other, die. Um, and not to get too, too triggering, but just, like, the different, like, the realm of just, like, other assault that isn't full out. Like, niggas think just because they not waiting in a black, dark alley behind a bush something to attack a bitch, they out of, like, a, a rapist or whatever the fuck. And it's just hella shit. Like, it's some things that I didn't even know was assault at the time until years later, and I was trying to figure mm-hmm. out why I put my feelings out around it. And it's like, until my friends like, bitch, that's that was a sexual assault. And I was like, nigga, is that you, why I feel like this? Because that's not, I didn't know what stealthing was. I knew I had sex with this dude, and I, I know because I saw my own two black ass eyes that he took the condom off, and mm-hmm. I, I confronted him about it. And he swore to this day that he didn't do that shit. It was like, and I saw you, and I, I know how I feel. And I always knew I did not like how that felt. Mm-hmm. 
talked to my friend about it like years later. She was like, you know that's assault, right? And I was like, mm-hmm. you have to watch I May Destroy You. Like literally have to watch it. I just cannot bring myself, like, and I know that it's probably a fantastic show. I just cannot wrap my fucking mind around being able to handle that right now. Everything that's going on in the world, yeah. I cannot bring that noise. I cannot bring that kind of noise into my home right now with how I'm it's dealing with everything so else. Well I just done. And it's not um it's just like even the realizing that things later on are are assault that you did. Like even even the whole like concept of when I was in young in college and how I would describe it as like pity pussy. Oh, I felt I had sex with this because I felt bad for him. I didn't understand till years later that's just a synonym for coercion. That's all that's yeah. happening here. Like I said no and I didn't want to, but I felt bad for you. That that that's assault. And it's like then you have to deal with the like, oh my God, how many assaults have I been a part of? Oh and my that's, God. That's, or like I the thing about getting assaulted but not raped, that's fucked up, is that like people don't really take it seriously. Mm-hmm. So then you start feeling bad about even feeling a way about it. Like I was mm-hmm. um, chilling with this dude and we had been hanging out for a while. And like the night that the assault happened was the night that I was going to fuck and like bust it like wide. Like I was excited mm-hmm. about it. And we were like laying down and I just was not like ready yet. I was not ready yet to have sex. And as a consolation, he dry humped me until he came like, locked me up in his arms and legs and dry humped me until he came Mm-mm. and it was terrifying and I waited until he fell asleep from his self-stimulation to hop over his first floor balcony to go home to leave and catch an uber and go home terrible that's so scary I'm sorry yeah like that and then so I tell people that and sometimes I've talked to men about that and they find it like funny because they think like the dude is like you know desperate or like a lame ass nigga, but like they because don't laugh at it and don't because they didn't penetrate. That's what it is. They're like, oh, he didn't right. penetrate you, so it's cool. Like, no, nah, I feel violated, bro. Do you know how many? Actually, I have a similar situation that I blocked out my memory because I like it was so fucking weird. Like, you know how you go to the club, especially like young college days, and y'all like ten deep in the car, so you just randomly sit on somebody's lap just because it's just, like space, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm, like, I'm just sitting on his lap because whatever. I had like a little tight dress. We went to the club. And I really and truly feel like this nigga was dry humping me as I was sitting on his lap. And I was so uncomfortable. I did not even know what to do. Like, mm-hmm. I would, I, I didn't say nothing. I didn't tell nobody. I just was like, is he humping me? Mm-hmm. It was, oh my God. I, like, I have blocked that. When I tell you, that's like here in my brain. It was bad. And we we try not to, oh, it wasn't full out rape. It's people who've been real life, you know, sealed out here. But it's just like, that shit is scary. Mm-hmm. That shit up if you don't talk about it and just like niggas out here being doing weird ass shit and teetering on that line so they don't they can't call themselves a full rapist but no nigga you still a weirdo definitely still a weirdo even but, even like with the humping thing like even when you give a give a motherfucker an image they gotta take them out even you go to the club you want to dance somebody have a good time i already have on this little ass fit we're already close together we're already drinking hormones are up i'm dancing with you why do you feel the need to physically back your ass up and begin to hunch me first of all you're about to knock me out my motherfucking shoes you're about to knock me out my shoes on the club floor i'm not i'm not i'm my post game's not strong right now right i'm off balance i'm dancing we're having a good time i'm showing you a little bit of love and what are you trying to do you're trying to you're trying to you you always got to be it's just the the horniness of it all the aggressive horniness like niggas be so horny it's almost frightening like they will fuck you through a, a cement wall do you understand me with four inches how did you even break bring chastity belts back and not to keep you for your virginity just to put on every day while i get to and fro 
I don't see how niggas are existing this horny. Like, I just don't see how you're walking around every day with this fucking level of horniness and then completing, like, tasks. <laughs> like, if I was that horny all the fucking time, I'd just have to sit in the fucking corner on my hands. Like, how but, are you living being a horny fucking weird-ass mom? But that's why they be fucking pies and shit. Like, I'm dangerously horny. I am. Sometimes I'll be sitting there and people will be like, damn, Lauren's in deep thought. I'm not in deep thought. Well, I am, but not about anything that matters. Thinking about some coochie. Look at me. It's 2 p.m. But like at the same time, I'm not I'm not up on bitches like, what's up, girl? You wanna like come on, man? You scaring all the bitches. You scaring all the bitches. The bitches scared. And then these and and the weird thing about Atlanta is like the weird ass, the salty ass niggas are not just like the creeps or like the aggressive ones. These mm-hmm. are the young black professionals at the Emerging 100 Gala. These and they are be these cute. people. And they be cute and they be paid and they be all, all these different things being crazy. Mm-hmm. And they travel in packs with other different levels of creep. Yep. They all have they, a different creep. You, you be in a full court press with five creepy niggas, don't even know it. You just trying to get to your car. Honestly, like that, like how niggas are different levels of trash. Like, you know, Future's trash, Drake is trash, but they're two different kind of trashes. They exactly. Trashes and like, those I think Drake and Future might be along the same line of trash. No, because Future today. actually tried to get you killed. Drake just sent his baby mama away to get plastic surgery to come back looking better than she did. Oh, That's shallow and narcissistic. Future's a killer. Future's a murderer. Like, okay. if it was just a nose job and a tit job, I'm like, okay, I guess I'm a little embarrassing to look at now. You wasn't saying that when you was getting me pregnant, but I'll take the free surgery. I was going to do that shit anyway. Future's like, bitch, kill the baby or you both die. <laughs> And I ain't paying child support if you both survive by some accident. I'll stop making music and you and that baby can start. (laughs) No. No. And he's niggas' favorites. He's their mascot. And that's what's so crazy. And it's just like, I don't know. Men are just... And then just like, even in college, oh, college, you got something to rug. It was, oh, boys will be boys. Oh, cute just put my ass. I don't know him from a can of paint. Oh, the cues. Oh, it's Mm -hmm, funny. mm -hmm. Oh, Oh, it's oh, it's weird. Oh, these these grown ass men are moving me into my dorm. It's fine, We're right? Safe. Oh, it's cool. You're fucking. Yeah. That was always the weirdest shit to me. Like I've never been okay with my dad overreacting, but when them niggas was trying to move my shit into the dorm at Alabama State, he was like, "Hey, niggas, get the fuck back!" And I was behind him, like, "Yeah, hey, niggas, get the fuck back." No, this seriously. shit is weird. It's College? eight niggas with me, family. We can carry my refrigerator. College was like a smack in the face of like. A mi- like I didn't realize but how normal while that shit was going to be like it was my first time seeing a bitch get punched in the face by a man and he did it broad daylight between the buildings there was niggas everywhere and it was like no nah, we not breaking that up they they always do this shit and I'm like I- I've never seen this my parents didn't beat on each other this is new to me I'm like well this is a crime as far as I know and we're supposed to alert somebody and everybody was like no 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 it's normal even with certain situations with people being drunk and like the military especially the military be doing so much rape you have to have seminars with powerpoint presentations so you can explain to these horny pussy stealing motherfuckers what rape is what consent is the powerpoints to grown people the cesspool like the um the young lady who was killed this summer what like they just yeah but you know the they, military they found several bodies on that. Yeah, that, that was uh, like the, the dump a body graveyard. That's where they was getting rid of everybody over there. And it's full of sociopaths who want to kill for fun anyway. So it's like, of course, these incels are rapists as well. Mm-hmm. Of course. 
this is what the shit we had to deal with. I'm just, I'm tired, bro. Let's see what else we got on the docket because let's get the fuck. And then because we all have decided to do this fucking comedy. Let's get into it. Let's see. Um, these niggas, and it's and it's not always the nigga like, oh, what about R. Kelly? It's not always that nigga. It's the nigga chuckling. It's, on the side. It's, it's not even. That don't even be niggas. I heard a woman make a joke about R. Kelly, and she said, "All those girls have went through puberty. They're women." Mm. And it's just like now I'm the angry social justice warrior, anti-rape person in the green room. People don't want me around. I'm I could there here's the thing I don't have it in me to hear that shit and like let it roll down my back that's never been my brand so like now it's now it's comedians I just won't speak to anymore and Mm -hmm. I literally rather die than be at your room because you're disgusting Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying like I just I have I have no like I told a guy we were um neither one of y'all were there I went to uh Kennesaw to do a show and this dude got up there and told a joke about how uh Something about his woman being asleep and if I try to wake you up and you don't wake up, either we fucking or I'm fucking was the joke. That was the punchline. Either way, I'm fucking was the punchline. So instead of snatching the mic out of his hand like I wanted to, I waited until he was done. And then he came over to me to tell me I did good. And I said, thank you. That rape joke's got to go. Instead of being like, man, maybe I shouldn't joke about rape, he went outside to cuss with other comedians and talk about how that bitch don't know me to be telling me what not to say on stage. I think I should be able to tell you that you shouldn't tell a rape joke. I think that that's fair. Because comedians, I do feel like comedians should have creative license to go. It's it's two-pronged because you should be able to go and say and make jokes about things you want to do. Dave Chappelle has a rape joke, but it's not about rape. That's why it's fucking funny there is a way to go about these like darker topics and do them in a way that is actually so funny but these niggas just be saying inflammatory shit just saying the most disgusting thing for reaction that's not even doing comedy you hack ass bitch at this point you are just searching for visceral reactions you're not even trying to write some funny shit so while you do have creative license talk about what you want to do please remember the creative in front of the license we're not just here to be fucking disgusting but these niggas don't even be funny to begin with they don't even be funny they think that they think that these visceral reactions, they think that making people angry or they think that this shock value is comedy and it's fucking not. And that's why y'all will never mm-hmm. succeed because you think being in a room full of women making rape jokes and R. Kelly jokes is going to get you places. It's not. It's just not. Because not you can You can make those jokes if you want to. I hate when people are like, oh, people are too sensitive, you can't do comedy. You can make whatever jokes you want. And with that free license, you have to also understand everybody's allowed to have whatever reaction to your joke that you want. So if you don't want people to have certain reactions, you can't tell certain jokes because you can't tell me I have to respond a certain way and then also tell me that you're going to say whatever the fuck you want. That's not going to work yeah. at all. So... It's, it's, it's disgusting funny. when you hear these niggas make these disgusting jokes and when you say something about it, like, hey, you know, just a little creative feedback. There was no joke there, just rape. And they're like, ah, oh, bitch, I'll kill you. You know, you just kind of... But these I are the niggas that do we well. I in the green room and that nigga was like, he could rape whoever he want to rape. Do y'all remember He's, that? There was a couple different rapes. If you're my baby mother, in that night, it was, if you're my baby mama, I can't rape you. Which I was like, well, I'm somebody's baby mama. And whoa, that's frightening. Right. And it's just like these niggas that's booked, these the niggas with rooms and all this kind of shit. And that's, mm-hmm. that's the unfortunate part. And it's like, now nah, I'm the party pooper and shit. No, nigga, that shit's fucking And wrong. then I got to go whore myself out to go get to tell jokes in some of these spaces. Or you think I'm about to go whore myself out. Even if it's via conversation and pretending like certain shit you say is cool, even when I don't agree with it. Even just feeling like I can't even 
clean and police this space in the way that I want to, because you really can't. It's still a boy sport. As much as you want to think that you're going to go in there and be the girl that changes everything, and I'm going to say something, and they're going to stop making these jokes. No, sis, you're just going to stop working. Yep. I mean, and that's really... Did you see that white man talking about some... If a, I forget his name, I have to pull it up, but he was like, uh, he works in some comedy um, comedy club, I think in California. He was like, if a girl, or in New York, one of those, if a girl wanted to get on stage here, she got to suck dick. She already knows she got to yes. suck dick to get on this stage. I saw that. And it's just like, you fat, nasty, white piece of shit. Mm-hmm. You are gross and disgusting. The is the niggas in the background laughing. Mm-hmm. And the, Yes, and all those niggas are still working. All of them. And it's never mm-hmm. nobody like, hey, bro, nah. It's never... It's never that nigga. Nobody has to, ever wants to be that nigga. And when you bring it up to them on the side, it's like, yeah, man, that shit was crazy. Why didn't you say shit? But you didn't say nothing. They didn't say, they didn't say nothing because they didn't want to be labeled. Because, you know, men will stand up for women and then other men will be like, that ain't going to get you no pussy. Right. You they know what I'm saying? Or some dumb shit like that. Mm-hmm. They don't want to be that guy. And it's like you sacrificing being that guy over our safety. And that's kind of mm-hmm. fucked up. And, or, but it's... And the justification of I got daughters is like... Your proximity to a woman should not be the reason that you you shouldn't have to have daughters. Right. It's like it is really disheartening because it does um, at times feel like uh, an impossible battle. But it's why I, it's so important that like there are so many women that are in common, even even with just and shout out to motherfucking Monique and hell yeah, even spaces like that where you have women running these rooms and spaces and it's not a bunch of like politicking to get on stage or no shit like that. Cause let me tell you something, I ain't never sucked no dick to get on stage. I suck dick for the love of the sport. And one time to keep my phone on. But outside of that, I'm not let me tell you something. I'm already funny. I ain't got to suck no dick to be funny now. Now that's crazy. Like I'm not, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm not doing that. Because if I was just going to s- blow my way to the top, then I would just like, I wouldn't pour the time into practicing and going to open mics and shit like that. I would just be necking and these And if I was going to blow my way to the coin. top, it wouldn't be through comedy. And if I was going to blow exactly. my way to the top, I wouldn't be working. But I tell people all the time, comedy or stand-up ain't got no HR department. Right. Ain't, ain't no ain't no refs. Okay. So every every room you go into, every space, all of this stuff, whatever dealings you do, it, it really in entertainment, you are on your own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no that man. It. Can't nobody get fired. They didn't go somewhere else. Yeah, they can't get. Yeah. You can't fire no comedian. They already don't have jobs. So what? <laughs> don't jump up here. <laughs> fired. You're unemployed. Like ain't no gonna beat their ass. It's just gonna be one nigga. Oh, that bitch tripping. Because it's like these are some of the worst niggas that come together and just say the worst shit. It's just literally like, gotta deal with. We it. had comedians at a show, um, like physically trying to fight women and like honestly it's like it's so disgusting because these these same girl you know not, not, not on this platform but it's just no, hilarious just me to me that fucking like we work with these people these I, I understand that I understand I do want to say I do understand when men are like intimidated by speaking up because I've been scared to speak up or go against the grain before so I can't understand that and I don't I hate that I'm about to do this because I hate when I understand men publicly or I, I'm I'm considerate of their feelings because it's just not who I am and it's not my brand but I do understand being scared to say something or feeling intimidated because some of these niggas are just the little fish in the pond and there's these big niggas and they just as scared of these niggas as we are but now you have that extra responsibility and authority because you are a man and they be they shrink and they don't do shit it's not to justify what they're doing I still think it's a bitch ass shit but I understand it but you, you, see, and here's the thing, though, like, I, I I guess I get how it could happen, but I don't understand or empathize with it, not even a little bit. Yeah, I, I don't I empathize don't, with them. I don't. But I, I don't, get, like, I don't understand I get, it. 
the the feeling of I worked this whole time for my my career and I've done all this work and I've done the nights and now this person is saying something disrespectful to this person that has nothing to do with me and now this person has so much control over what it is that I want to do or whatever the fuck so I don't want to say anything and undo all I get it like it's a very selfish way of being but human beings are selfish I mean that's that's not specific to men that's just who people are so it's like it's more important to me now that bitches just got to be ready to tase these niggas I my issue be more with the management of the clubs because you're a business owner more than the comedians. If anybody should be the ref, it's promoters and bookers. Shit like that. It should be y'all. Yeah, it's the, the redactors of the world who need to say something instead of, hey, calm down. No. Right. Don't tell me to calm down. Get this nigga. Right. Right. So, but yeah, let's, because uh, we've been here for about two hours, y'all. Um, yeah, we, this is this, this. But I'm having, I did miss you guys. Whenever we have these breaks, I'm like, uh, I can't wait to get back on the podcast and I'll be feeling so fucked up because schedule conflicts and all kinds of craziness. But I'm so glad to be here. I missed you guys a whole, whole bunch. Love Yay. You. Yay, we miss you too. We love it. Oh, my 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 uh, little uh, B-list. Well, let me not say B-list. I'll tell y'all later. I'll tell y'all when we get off the podcast. We stop recording. I was about to fuck myself out of some fucking. I'll tell you later. Um, Ooh, sounds like tea. Thank you guys for listening. Another week. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Let's get on out of here because now we're yeah, let's, let's get um, on out of here. Yeah, so it's been great. Um, also, one last thing is like make sure y'all teach your kids consent to this little, little, little Cheerio nugget. Um, just kind of be clear that like no, 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 no place. I used to call it the no, no place. Make sure you tell the kids about the no, no place. That's important. And a really great way to teach your kids consent is to like respect boundaries with them and their bodies. Like I know people be like, it's my kids. I'm gonna just bust in the shower and see whatever and do whatever. How about you start with giving them a little space so they understand that, oh shit, I this is mine. This is my vehicle. And nobody- Stop making your kids kiss and hug people. That's number one. If you tell your child to hug somebody and they say no, respect that boundary. Don't teach your kids that they just have to touch somebody because they're mm-hmm. old. That's mm-hmm. not cool at all. If you mm-hmm. have teenage boys, I tell my little brother all the time because my little brother is not realizing how much older he is getting. If you hugging me too tight and I say let go, motherfucker, let go. Mm-hmm. And you got to get with these teenage boys like that. Like, hey, mm-hmm. when somebody says stop, that is a hard Literally. stop. That you is a stop. hard no. It doesn't mean maybe. It doesn't mean keep playing. Like making sure that you're teaching people boundaries. And if you've already started fucking up boundaries with your kids or with the teenagers in your family, start reversing some of that shit. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, what is that? I have a um, I have a a sober app. I don't know why, but it said um. Just because you've dedicated a long time to making a mistake doesn't mean you have to keep doing it. So just because you got these little niggas running around doing all kind of weird shit because you haven't paid attention doesn't mean it's too late not to step in and be like, hey, y'all, nope. Nope as fuck. Period. Tell the you know. All right, well, we're going to wrap it up because we've been here for quite a minute. Um, love you guys. Quite some time. That's your thoughts, memes, videos, favorite moments, whatever the fuck. Do it. Write some fucking letters, man. Fucking letters before we get mad. The fuck, no, man. And sponsors. <laughs> if you heard us talk about cussing niggas out and rape wasn't enough, you know, pay us to promote y'all shit. Yeah. We be getting, we be getting numbers, nigga. We could do ads, Squarespace and shit. For sure, do ads, and we get good. We things. all, all three of us take cash out. All of us cash out works. Venmo, sell. I got Zell. I don't have uh, Venmo. I'm gonna just come clean. I will log into my Venmo for somebody if they sent me some money. My number's banned from Venmo, so. You scamming on there? Because niggas done got that.
Catch me on Cash App. <laughs> Zell. Just let us know. Um, we love y'all so much. Thank y'all for listening to this whole longest episode. Y'all deserve it. We've been gone for a minute. Um, yeah. Period. Stream wop. Stream wop. Stream Keep wop. streaming it. Talk. Wop. 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 <laughs> We're leaving. Jokes on.